Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 15th of February. Today we're going to hear a lot about recessions. Particularly ill-informed commentators may write about technical recessions. We have had some negative GDP prints from G7 countries, and this always encourages the media to produce the most doom-laden language they can possibly find, the better to boost their social media clicks. Starting with Japan, there was a drop of GDP of 0.1% during the fourth quarter and a negative revision to the third quarter. However, in 2023, Japan's overall population fell 0.44%. If there are fewer people, they will make and consume fewer things. That is more likely to result in a negative GDP print. That means giving two quarters negative GDP a special label, even in this world of hashtag economics, is pretty meaningless. Nonetheless, this will raise questions about what the Bank of Japan intends to do with policy. Weakness in the service sector may raise concerns about what happens with wages in this area, which is seen as important. To medium-term policy direction. Meanwhile, the United Kingdom saw a surprise decline in fourth-quarter GDP as well. The United Kingdom does not have the excuse of a falling population; indeed, quite the reverse. Although there is an interesting question as to why so many people wanted to move to the UK in order to work if the economy was in a quote recession, and why also. There was so much enthusiasm amongst UK companies to invest. Is there anything positive to say about the UK if a rising workforce is producing less output? There are two points to consider. One is the data quality. The Office for National Statistics are very honest about the challenges, and for 2023, the estimate of GDP is minus 0.3 percent or plus 0.4 percent. Depending entirely on which method you use to calculate economic output, the other issue is efficiency. GDP is an output-based measure, which considers efficiency to be a negative thing. Few businesses would agree with that, because the GDP the UK has arguably embraced structural efficiencies like flexible working and online retail sales with a greater enthusiasm than other countries. GDP will almost certainly create a more negative impression of living standards than the reality. From the U.S., we have retail sales numbers today. There is a pessimistic expectation about auto sales. There was certainly quite a lot of price discounting going on, and retail sales in the United States are not adjusted for inflation. So lower prices means a lower value of sales, meaning a lower retail sales number. However. It never pays to go short the hedonism of the U.S. consumer, and in particular, this week's consumer price inflation release does suggest that middle-income consumers' spending firepower remains considerable. Because homeowners have an inflation rate significantly lower than the headline inflation, unless they have the misfortune to live in Texas or Florida, they can afford to consume more. However, we do have to bear in mind that consumers are still favouring spending on fun over spending on goods, and of the fun categories, only restaurant spending is really covered in retail sales.
Elsewhere, there's a lot of noise. We have assorted central bank speakers. Of course, ECB President Lagarde is speaking. We have some business sentiment data from the US that should be ignored. And the US will be giving us important export prices. These are not especially market moving, but they can on occasion be quite useful for economists. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.